The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There is something so tactile and moving about the imposition of ashes and the words, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. It is almost a visceral shock. Each Ash Wednesday, an outward and visible sign of the inward and irrefutable truth that our life here is short and uncertain. But death is certain, and so is sin. Today we enter into a journey from sin to death 
and from death to life, but that is Easter and that comes later. Ashes came first, God's ashes. Genesis 2.7 says, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being, the beginning of life. And what of the end? What do we sprinkle on a casket in an open grave? Not roses, but dirt, the dust of the earth. And if a funeral pyre or a cremation fire, we return to ashes. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Ashes were not always imposed by the church as a cross on the brow. An older practice was sprinkling the ashes on the whole congregation as Moses sprinkled the sacrificial blood on the people to seal the covenant. And as the high priest in the temple would sprinkle sacrificial blood before the ark as a sin offering, atonement for the people as holy water is sprinkled on us as we remember our baptismal vows. Ashes and the wearing of sackcloth can have different meanings. Worn as a sign of penitence, a public display of the sinner's repentance and humble desire to be reunited to the church and to the body of the congregation. A witness of the sinners dying to his or her prideful self and turning to God for mercy. But also for mourning. Grief for the death of a beloved played out by rejecting the beauty of life with its fine garments and sweet perfumes, its gold and silver to the ash pit and coarsest of clothing. A sign perhaps of dying with the dead, an act of love. Remember that you are dust and to dust you will return. We burn last year's ashes, blessed, last year's blessed palms for this year's ashes but this year we don't have last year's palms to burn and not much any way to gather around a new fire and burn them into ashes. It feels disconnected, broken. But perhaps the blessing is that it is an opportunity to step back and look at our practice anew as we've had to look and our gatherings and the sacred Eucharist anew in this time of COVID. We have been on a Lenten fast for a year now. And what is a fast? In the days when Christendom was the law, fasting was required. No meat, no fowl, no dairy, no eggs, no sweets, one meal of a simple porridge or soup, 
of beans and lentils, all 40 days. And we're taught so many different things about fasting. We know that Jesus fasted. He began his ministry with the great fast in the wilderness, facing down Satan. And what about fasting? What do we give up? What can we offer God? Fasting to lose weight or to break a bad habit is not holy fasting. Sharing in the hunger of the poor. Now that might be a sacrifice of love and mercy, pleasing to God. Yet in the Gospels, especially in Matthew 6, we are admonished to hide our ashes in fasting, to offer it as a sacrifice to God alone, to avoid the sin of showing off of spiritual pride. For some of us, we choose to wear those ashes publicly in this post-Christian world as a witness without shame or embarrassment Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Job sat in ashes, in self-loathing, and to protest, but then for repentance. But we read in Isaiah 58, as we just heard, as we do in many other places in the scriptures, that the prophet Isaiah rejects sitting in ashes dressed in sackcloth. He says the fast he chooses is to give bread to the hungry, clothe the naked, loose the bonds of injustice. Then the light, which we now know is the light of Christ, shall break upon us. And our confirmants are learning this with projects of mercy, and that is good. And yet there is something more. That ascetic hardship of sackcloth and ashes, of fasting, of humbling ourselves before God, depending on God alone in faith. Being the tax collector, praying for forgiveness as he offers his humble tithe, or the widow with her two pennies, and not the proud Pharisee or merchants who can't seem to break from their pride. However, we receive ashes this year, self-imposition or spiritual anointing, and however we offer our Lord some token of hardship some act in recognition of God's grace in all things. This is time to begin the journey, the pilgrimage with Jesus and with each other in prayer and ministry and ultimately to the foot of the cross where we remember again that he redeems us we who have said, I do not know the man so many times in our life. And so we begin 
remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.